Hi and welcome to episode 6 of Decode Issues Unfolded. Today we are going to unfold a critical economic measure that would have widespread impact on the Indian economy for the coming 5 to 10 years. In economic terms, the COVID crisis situation parallels only to that of the World War II, and such extraordinary and desperate situations call for desperate measures. And in this episode, we are going to decode one such extraordinary measure that the Indian economists and the Finance Ministry of India are contemplating on. Should the government knock on RBI's door to print money, or should they not? To print or not to print? Let's decode in this episode. One number put out by Dr. Pranab Sen. former chief statistician of india lays out the precarious situation that our economy is caught in based on his study the gdp loss just for this financial year 2020-21 is estimated to be an whopping 25 lakh crore rupees that's close to 12% of gdp loss if no additional measures are taken up to kick start the economy government did come out with the atmanirbhar package of 20 20 lakh crore rupees but the real fiscal stimulus in that package that is the additional money coming out of the government's pocket was just in the range of 1.5 lakh to 2 lakh crore while the package worked as a stopgap measure the resources aren't adequate to stop the recession from becoming a prolonged depression so the demand among the policy and the economic circles is for a 10 lakh crore of additional stimulus from the government and it is in lieu of this humongous sum that the direct deficit financing or in common term printing of money by the RBI is being put forth So what is this deficit financing? Well in simple terms when the government's revenue falls short of its expenditure during a financial year it has two methods to bridge this shortfall either borrow from the market or monetize the deficit through the central bank that is RBI will print an equivalent money of the deficit and provide it to the government the latter process that is the second process is the direct deficit financing mechanism well this isn't something new in fact the indian government was following the direct monetization by the rbi up to the 1990s but this free hand and free money led to irresponsible and inefficient spending by the government and was a major cause behind the balance of payment crisis that india faced in 1991 and to avoid a recurrence of such a crisis this direct financing mechanism was phased out by 1997 and from then on government has been financing its deficit only through borrowings from the market well the borrowings from the market process is quite simple The government periodically issues bonds in the market and these are bought up by financial institutions like banks, insurance firms, mutual funds etc. But there's only so much of money available in the market and as the government borrows more and more the funding kitty reduces and the interest rate starts to increase proportionately which could make the future borrowings costlier and to keep this under check the RBA conducts a periodic process called the open market operations wherein it buys up these government bonds from the financial institutions and infuses money back into the market enlarging the fund kitty thus keeping a lid on the interest rate well this is also a form of indirect deficit financing by the central bank if this has been the process for the last two decades why can't the government continue to borrow from the market for the additional stimulus why consider printing of money by the rbi once again well let's put it this way say the government wants to borrow 1 lakh crore from the market it's well and good there'll be a smooth sail with no issues but if the government wants to borrow 10 lakh crore from the market in a short span of time say within a year then the market would be crippled 
simply because there is not enough money or savings to lend from and as a result the interest rate would start climbing proportionately and a higher interest rate could destabilize the entire financial system and currently as per data from the SBI research wing there's a debt finance gap of over 4 lakh crores in the market the report estimates that the total government borrowing is expected to be in the range of 19 lakh crore for this financial year but the expected finance from the market stands only at 14.5 lakh crore it is to fill in this gap and to avoid an indiscriminate increase in the interest rate that the idea of printing money is being revived also the direct borrowing from the rba would make available funds to the government at a significantly lower cost oh here there's a major misconception in the public forum The common perception when the government borrows from the RBI is that it's completely free finance that is the cost of money is zero but in reality it's not let's see why so let's say the government borrows 1 lakh crore from the RBI at 0% interest rate now the government either gives it as a cash dole out or spends it to finance a project then the money makes its way back into the commercial bank accounts and when such a large sum enters into the banking system as deposits the banks wouldn't be in a position to lend it to the private individuals and companies and to avoid a loss as the government pays an interest on these deposits the banks would in, in turn deposit the money with the RBI through the reverse repo mechanism wherein the RBI will be paying the banks an interest rate of 3.75% on these deposits So even if the government borrows at 0% and the RBI prints the money out of nothing the RBI will in fact be paying an interest rate of 3.75% to the banks at the end of the financial cycle which will in turn get reduced from the annual dividend that the RBI pays to the government of India so in short while the government would definitely get funds at a significantly lower rate it will not be of zero cost we have seen here that there is a definite and a significant cost benefit to printing of money by the government then why do the emerging and developing economies fear this process well the fear is of hyperinflation the venezuela and the zimbabwe crisis being the recent cases under usual circumstances if the government injects too much liquidity into the system then the consumption spending may increase the demand to a level that the supply falls short thus the price levels would go up which would decrease the overall welfare of the people as the uh, same amount of money can only buy fewer goods and services but this fear over inflation is unfounded for the current pandemic situation the aggregate demand right now is frozen there's a less chance of consumption demand spiraling out of control at the moment for example in the current situation with the extra money people will not be able to go to their favorite restaurants or watch a film or purchase cars and bikes this excessive consumption expenditure will automatically be kept in check while inflation need not be the immediate fear to keep us from printing money there's definitely a fear of the rating agencies the big 3 fitch moody's and the standard and poor global ratings two of them have already reduced india's ratings to triple b minus which is just one step above the junk status and mind you this was based on the pre covid economic situation of india the popular opinion opinion doing the rounds that the indian government shouldn't fear these rating agencies since the whole world is under distress higher spending or debt by the government shouldn't affect the ratings and so on well this is just good for a popular talk but the reality is these agencies are not good samaritans they are going to be objective in their assessment the way they look at the developed economy and the emerging economies will continue to remain different the us can print all the money they need as dollar is a desired currency but rupee isn't one so there are some limitations that we need to other to 
post the crisis when the these rating agencies assess the government debts if it's beyond limits they will in all probability downgrade the ratings of india having said that a ratings downgrade will also happen if the economy is in doldrums if the indian economy doesn't get back into the growth trajectory even then the ratings would get impacted then what's the answer to this puzzle to print or not to print well the government definitely needs money a lot of it indeed and now there's no better and viable alternative to printing money so that question would be where and how should the government spend the printed money should it be through cash doleouts or should it be through financing public infrastructure well it should definitely be a healthy mix of both cash transfers are required to sustain the lives and livelihood of those at the bottom of the economic pyramid and this has to be definitely complemented with additional spending on employment creating welfare programs like mg narega at this point of time based on the data available it seems that the rural economy is up and running thanks to the 6000 rupees cash dole out given under pm kisan scheme and the rejuvenated narega program so the focus now should shift to the urban poor their health as well as, as, well as employment on this front there are couple of spending areas one is to make available enough funds for the state governments who face a huge revenue loss and are at the forefront on the health crisis moreover the states have proved better at ensuring that the cash dole outs reach the most vulnerable sections of the population but this would require a funding to the tune of at least 4 lakh crore rupees one other spending task is to create a program like narega for the urban areas which is suffering from record levels of unemployment but these measures in specific the free cash dole outs would be proactive only to the extent of stabilizing the economy so if one expects that the cash dole outs would create a virtuous cycle of consumption led growth revival well that would be a misplaced expectation why so for one consumption led growth happens when there is discretionary or non essential spending for instance eating out at restaurants going for movies apparel or jewelry shopping automobile purchases etc but these cannot be propelled through government dole outs another trend observed with cash dole outs during crisis is that the tendency to save increases since there's a lot of uncertainty prevailing with regards to employment and income people tend to save the extra money that they receive which also correlates with the current levels of high balances retained in the jandan accounts so the objective is to achieve the economic growth the focus should be instead on spending on infrastructure projects including the social infrastructure especially in the healthcare sector these tend to have the highest multiplier impact on the growth and employment as per a study by standard and poor global if india spends 1% of its gdp on infrastructure it would lead to a 2% growth in gdp and create an employment for close to 1.5 million people this would be the best productive use of the debt monetization and the growth thus achieved would help avert any ratings downgrade my final thoughts on this issue is that right now the government faces a delicate situation where the choice is between printing money spending it and managing the consequences or simply wait for the things to get better it's a choice between devil and the deep sea at least a devil here the printing of money gives a hope of rejuvenating the economy but printing money can indeed become addictive which might take the economy into a downward spiral so it should be a limited one time measure moreover the government and the rbi should ensure that there are measures in place to contain the negative fallouts of such debt monetization for instance to prevent a significant increase in inflation the subsequent years and to ensure that the spending occurs with utmost diligence and that fiscal prudence is maintained at all levels 
Thank you for listening. Hope this episode clarified a lot of questions that you would have had on this topic. For further reading, do not miss out on the reference materials in the description. If you liked, do share and follow Decode Issues Unfolded. You can listen to all the previous episodes on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts and Castbox. For feedback, to share your opinions or to have a discussion, please message on the Insta ID at the rate of Decode with CV. Until I meet you in the next episode, it's your CV. Goodbye and thank you.